Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of the Ravens Roundup. And we were gone for a minute, but we back. We back in effect. Uh, all six of us are here. All six of us are alive and accounted for. So let's get this party started so we can, um, you know, get the jump going. Get the jump going. So let's bring everybody in before we get started. We'll start off with my man here, OTR Mike. What's good, Mike? What's good? What's good, family? I mean, it's been, what, a week or two? It's, it's, Seems like it's been a minute. It seems like it's been. <laughs> it seems like it's been a minute. Hey, so, I appreciate you for coming for dropping in on me at the uh, the early show today. I appreciate it. Still got my trusty. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> look, you know, I don't know. You know, coaches. I don't know if it was the camera, but coaches' beard was looking mad sharp. You know, so I told him watch his pillows tonight. He might slice a few. You know what I mean? But look, man, don't fret. We here. The family's bit. The gang is all here. Okay, so we locked back. and loaded, locked yes, and loaded. Sir. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Next up, next up, my man, Hendo. What's good? What's good? No much. How you feeling? I'm good. How about yourself? How about yourself? Well, feels like I came off spring break, having that last <laughs> Some, week off. Summer break, summer yeah, break, summer break. We got another one coming up. You know, Fourth of July is coming up. We had we had a little Juneteenth time where we get our grills and do our thing, and you know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, Fourth of July on a Monday. It is, let me see, the first is a Saturday. It's a Tuesday. It's year. a Tuesday. So, no, nah, so we ain't going to be off probably not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, see <what's> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Next up, next up, next up, next up. LBHT crew, what's good, fellas? What up, what up? Um, Welcome back, crew. Appreciate y'all joining new and coming through. What's good, B? Ready to get it done, coach. <laughs> you know what? You know what? They always say... And my and my daughter always say I'm a man of few words, but if she ever gets a chance to meet B, she won't say that about me anymore. <laughs> B B is a man of few words until you say the wrong thing to him. And, and you and you about to do that tonight? <laughs> wow! I heard, I heard one of them topics. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. My bad. Mm. I didn't hear it. My bad. What up, Chris? Not much, man. I am a jackass because when Hendo was like, when Hendo was like, uh, I don't know if it was Coach or Hendo, he was like, July 4th is on a Monday. I was like, no, it's on a Tuesday. Like, forget it. And I was backstage. I wasn't even out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, you definitely know. But the uh, thing is with me, I don't know because I really, I'm technically off work. So it could be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I don't really care for me because I don't start working. 
August second, which is crazy. <laughs> Most people that. take off that month. Will take off that Monday though. So if you go on Monday, it should be pretty quiet. The thing is, wait a minute. We and you know who we are. Uh-huh. We we gonna take off that Monday. So we're gonna have our Friday. No, not Friday. <laughs> we're gonna have our Saturday, Sunday. But well, they did Monday. The work job gonna give us Tuesday, and mm-hmm. we're gonna roll up in that thing late Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> yes. We're yes. gonna have yeah, a four-day week. Leave early. We're gonna have a four-day week and, and might leave early Friday. You're right. Oh man. Don't 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 let us be going to essence. <laughs> and leave out that thing uh uh Thursday. <laughs> so again, I appreciate you guys for coming through. Um again, before we get get started, before we get started, you can do um exclamation point tickets. And we got this thing coming up on August the 4th. And uh Jose, you do such a good job of explaining it. Let the people know what's going on August 4th. Yes, going down August 4th, the roundup meet and greet in Columbia, Maryland at Bus Boys and Poets. You do not want to miss it. There's going to be food, drinks, adult drinks via cash bar. All right. We're getting away prizes. We're going to send you home with some goodie bags. We're going to listen to some good music. We're going to have fun. Uh, get your tickets today. All right. You get paid this Friday. Get them Friday. All right. You don't want to miss out on this. It's going to be a lot of fun. All of us that you see on the screen here will be there in attendance. All right. So uh, check it out. Hang out with us, have fun, and um, you know if you get if you if you wait till the last minute, you'll have to see my man Mikey. Uh, you know he'll he'll have some he'll have some tickets for a uh, for a, uh, the the scalp the scalping ticket prices. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't think you won't see them. You might have to, but I don't think you won't see them. You don't want them. You don't want to see them. You don't want you don't want you don't want the the, the handheld tickets. You don't want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want them. But again, uh, I just put the thing in the in the uh, comment section. If you do exclamation point tickets, it'll pop up. But the link is there. You click that link, it'll take you to Eventbrite, and you can go ahead and get your tickets. Don't also, be the last ones. Also, want to give a shout out to P Brown the Third. <laughs> okay, I, I saw he's the newest patron to, uh, for you, Coach. Uh, shout, mm-hmm. Salute to you, man. We appreciate Sleep, the support. Yeah, he told me today he's gonna make his way eventually to everybody's son. And I think he's a man of his word because he he said it and you know he's he's done it and he's been a supporter for a long time. So yes. he's eventually gonna make his way around yeah. to everybody. And uh, you know, I trust him, I believe him, and he he's like I said, been a long time supporter. So again, thank you, Pete Brown the third. And <laughs> the funny thing about that is if you don't know, I know at least for a year from my <laughs> standpoint, he was Pete Browning for yeah. a minute. And I know I, Jose mentioned it last week too that uh, he was Pete Browning for him too. I mean, the, the, I mean, the only thing that tops that for you know, like like uh, you know, shocker for me was was uh, was, was Luke finding out that Vader was his father. Like, <laughs> like, like it was almost right up there with that. Like that's not that's not Browning. <laughs> hey, Pete, Pete, I get it, bro. I I get it. I I worked with this old lady. Man, it was about a good year. She called me Jay, and I just answered to it. <laughs> hey, Jay, I'll be like. Hey. <laughs> so what I tell you is we're old now. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. So hey, if we get together, Mike, and, you know, on the roundup, I mean, not the roundup, on the meetup, and I just randomly call you Jay, just answer. 
I already know what it is. Because it, 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 it might be, you know, some of my, my chalice that I had one too many of and I call you Jay. Just answer. It's going to be that type. It's going to be that type. I, I may nice. call Suge Jay. Uh, <laughs> just call him OG. Yeah. I, I definitely going to answer that. Yeah. Hey, that was a great episode, too. I appreciate yeah, it. That was a great episode. But um, I hear OG all the time. All the time from them young cats, man. I just and even even you know kids that that I don't even teach. Just by give them any any kind of wisdom you give them, they call you OG. Yeah, <laughs> just because it, it. Normally, if you got a speck of gray and you say something to them to help them out, and you don't like you ain't just they, they not threatened by you. You trying to help them, you get the OG tag. So, Especially if that advice comes through for them. Damn, but yes, you know everything. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. It could be look both ways before you cross the street, and <laughs> they make it cross the street successful. Appreciate it, OG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. <laughs> hey, but let's let's get this thing. Oh, anybody got anything they want to announce or anything got going on they want before we get get crunk up in this thing? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, hey, if you have them, if you have them, I got two boxes right here, so I want to open them because I got some to send out. But uh, if you got your, your your glass, hold it up again. I can't hold mine up right now at this proper moment. You, we still flowered up, Chris, or we good? Nah, nah, no flowers. Those died a while ago. There we go. I got you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mike, hey. slide, your, slide your thing over. I see I see product placement. Listen, I see your listen, product guys. placement. Patreon.com slash sip to tally. That's how you get this right here. Gunslinger membership. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. This is available on the store. Okay. Yeah, Look in the, in the description. Look hold how on, clean that looks. Look at that. Look at that. You want one of those. Mm-hmm. Morning call. Hey. Hey, let's see if this works. Exclamation point store. See if, mm, see, mm, see, if mm. see if chat box acting so right today. <laughs> see if chat box acting right today. I did. Oh, there it is. There it is. There see? You Click the store. You go, go to the store. You, you get your you get your merch. Yeah. Get your merch. Chat Streamlabs is on their job starts. today because they almost got fired. When the what? season starts, this is y'all gonna need y- y'all gonna want this. Okay, we're gonna Definitely. be we're, uh, we're gonna be toasting every every Sunday after a win. All yeah. right, thanks. So, get need one. It. You need it. You don't want to be left out. I promise you don't. Because the live stream is gonna be lit. Capital mm-hmm. L, capital I, capital T, T, Y, lit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get on this first topic. And the first topic is we're gonna get the football. We're gonna get the football. Scrolling across the bottom. Mm-hmm. Is college basketball dead? And I'm gonna tell you why I I I, I put this up there. And I, and I was putting the stream together, and this this topic was kind of last minute. I saw um uh No Chill Gill had this kind of on kind of his show. And the reason I asked this is because of all the guys that were drafted kind of didn't play. The top tier guys didn't play college basketball. You had um, the guy from France, Victor Wembenyama. You had um, Brandon went to Alabama. Brandon, whatever his name, that got yeah. drafted by Charlotte. He went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had Scoot Henderson, who was my personal favorite, went to G League U Ignite. 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 Mm-hmm. Then you had um, the two, the twins, the Thompson twins. Now, see, the, overtime elite. That's I didn't even hear of overtime elite until they got drafted. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Like and I had to look it up after they got picked, and they had no clue what it was. Then you had a couple of like three or four other. I don't know how you don't know about them. 
coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? They they came from the same place where that that darn uh, where your favorite basketball player came from. Oh, they do play for Boston. Your favorite basketball player. Basketball, player. oh, ugly ass. oh, oh, ugly ass, there away. But again, no, I'm just saying, no, I, no, want, no. I want him to say, <laughs> but again, like college basketball, dead because you guys, like Drew Timmy, I don't know if y'all know who Drew Timmy is, Drew Timmy, yes, for Gonzaga, like <laughs> big time score, big man, didn't get mm-hmm. dressed. Like, no city, I think. And, and I, I used to think, I used to think personally, college basketball was the greatest sport. This was my mm-hmm. routine on Mondays. You know, go whatever practice I had, come home on Mondays, watch uh, the Big East, and I forgot what the, it was called, Big Monday. Mm-hmm. The Big East had a game at seven. Uh, I can't remember who came on at nine. Uh, there was Sportsland at ten. And then after Sportsland, I would watch Larry Johnson and them UNLV uh, at the, the late game, and that was mm-hmm. my Monday routine. Tuesday they would have like SEC and some and like like it was because you knew all the players. Now right. with this either coming straight to high school, straight out of high school, or the one and done, I don't. I like North Carolina. I don't even know all all the players anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even like. I barely even watch Carolina. Like this year, I, I don't even think I watched one men's tournament game. And I love basketball. I don't watch a tournament game, not one. Did you Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just saying. I thought you meant like the NCAA tournament. Just wanted to let you know, North Carolina was the first team, first team NCAA history start season number one and missed the tournament altogether. I, I, I know that. I just wanted to let you make sure you knew that. I did know that. Okay. But that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't watch it. But still. Yeah. Go ahead. It's college basketball day. Go ahead. Yes, college basketball definitely did. Um, and like you said, back in the day, we had those rivals. We had the Duke, North Carolina, the Virginia, the N- the North Carolina, NC State. And that's just with the ACC. Nowadays, we have the one and dones. The kids come in, they just have to be removed one year from high school. So now they're either going to the G League, they're going overseas. We don't resonate with these kids because we've, we've watched a lot of them grow. You know, we spent three, four years with them. Teams get to collectively be together, go from nothing to winning national championships. We don't have these storylines. And then also you have with the transfer portal, because you had the dude from North Carolina. He, got, he just got out of there after a really successful season last year. Then you have teams switching from traditional conferences that we've watched for 30, 40 years in a conference. Now, because of money, they're switching conferences. Now the allegiances are a little bit different. So we're no, we're no longer interested because the kids are no longer interested. It's no more about let me get this, go to the school, represent the school, get a scholarship and education. It's about what's the fastest way to get to the league and get some money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's dead. It's definitely dead. And I'm good with it. I, I say uh, good riddance. I, listen, I, I, I listen. I, I love college basketball too, but you know, me and B stop. We kind of stopped watching college sports altogether just because we just hate how corrupt it was and how you know the players don't get paid and they try to make it seem like it's the most co- you know complicated thing to pay your workers in America, right? Um, I just hated the whole system and you know college basketball, especially. They did a troll job for a long time. Uh, you know, it's hey, hey, you know, these are the rules, and you know, if you don't like it, you can go elsewhere to play. There's, there's other places you can go and play, and, you know. And they say that because they knew it, those weren't viable options back then. Now we're here, and those are viable options, and your sport has died because of it. You get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Pay your players. Pay your players. Stop acting like this is about education. It ain't about education. It's about business. Money. It's about yeah. money, right? It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. 
and you hurt yourself because you wanted to be greedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier. Like football, there's still kind of pigeonholed, but basketball, there's numerous options, right? And the writing was on the wall all the way back when um that one kid, I, I can't Huh? O'Bannon? Ed O'Bannon? No, 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 no. The, the one that went overseas uh, for a year. I, I forget his name. He, Brandon, he went Jennings? Over- Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Yes. Yes. When Brandon Jennings went overseas, and he didn't have a great career, mind you, but he went overseas and then he still got drafted like in the top five, I believe. Right? Uh, he was a lottery pick. Uh, from that point on, I said that, that that's where those cracks start to happen. Right, mm-hmm. and it grew and it grew and it grew, and now mm-hmm. we're at the point now where, yeah, college basketball is, is still there, but it's it's never going to be what what it used to be. Right. I say good. Ah man, it's hard for me to say. I love college basketball. I, I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it's it's not completely dead, but it's on life support. Mm-hmm. Um, look, like you said, Coach, four of the top five picks didn't play college basketball this year. Right now, I think the one it's, it's a couple factors that's still holding it, keeping it alive on, on, on the machine. And that's one, obviously, NIL is mm-hmm. popping now. Right. We just seen the kid um, that transferred from Michigan uh, to Kansas. Right. This room with he got one point two million or something like that type of money. He's not going to see in the NBA. Right. If he if he makes it there. Uh, so. You know, NIL will keep it alive for the moment. The second factor is, you know, especially with the Twins, right? If they don't pan out, then I think, it, it'll, you know, they'll start to say, all right, man, that league, he wasn't, they weren't playing against good enough competition, so we got to check that league. I think that league has like six to eight teams mm-hmm. now. So the fact that they got six to eight teams, only that, and you got two kids that went in the top five, uh, that is impressive, right? Yeah. Now, if those two kids pan out, right, and you sprinkle Scoot on top of that, because I think, you know, that because the G League has some affiliation with the NBA, I think they, it's a little more leeway with the, with mm-hmm. the G League, right? You know, they, we've, seen, we've seen kind of that pipeline starting to brew now. But that other league is what can kill – the the what can kill college basketball now I'm not sure how much they can how much they paying but if they can show you that hey man we putting out guys they getting drafted in the top five you ain't gotta do no school work you know here we can give you two hundred three hundred thousand dollars you come here for a year half a year and you go into the league all right that's it and I think I think basketball will struggle with that but if the nil money is still heavy like the bags have been recently. It'll keep it alive for a little bit, uh, but that we got to see this overtime elite thing works. College basketball is going to be done. What I, what I will say about the G League is uh, with the, with the G League with the G League ignite, they're playing against the right. NBA's like the minor league NBA team, so mm-hmm. they're playing against NBA players like the 16th, 17th, 18 guys on an NBA roster. Mm-hmm. So they're actually playing against developmental NBA guys mm-hmm. with the the other league, we don't know who they playing against. Right. So right. with the G League Ignite, they're actually the NBA understudy coaches can actually see them, mm-hmm. scouts can see them, and they can actually 
evaluate the, the people they're going against. So there are more um, viable eyes on them. But with this other league, I don't like who's watching it. Like the, right. like the guys that's watching them are like the guys that, that role that Adam Sandler played in um in the the lit movie that he yeah. That, yeah. I'm the guys that's watching the, the other movie. people. So I mean, you got to go find watching this if these twins work out. True. Mm-hmm. True that. Mm-hmm. True that. So there's a lot riding on the on the twins. Now, um, I did see that some of the some of the highlights from School Henderson were against um, Victor Women Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What league is was that that he played in? Was that a league that was strictly in France? I think that was the uh, wasn't that the under nineteen USA. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was the the, the under nineteen world team or whatever they call it. So it was something it was something mixed, but yeah. it was uh, mm-hmm. it was something like that. Something that they they but I will say this too. Overtime elite, man, they got this kid supposedly that's about six eleven and handle the rock like Kyrie Irving. So mm. they got another guy in the wing <laughs> waiting next year to be the top five pick. So um yeah, the eyes are start will will start to be on that on that league. A lot of pressure is on the twins. Just to just to just to carry on, you know, the the strength of that league. But um yeah, man, kids kids they don't want to waste their time, man. They, a lot of these kids, you know, and it gives them an option to say, All right, yeah, I might you you see now, I think it's college, right? There's some kid that college football, the quarterback that's going to Ole Miss. Who like skipping his junior senior year? <laughs> yeah, <fine>. so <laughs> like you're basketball, like these leagues paying out, you're gonna start to see these dudes younger and younger, 16, 17, foregoing high school seasons to join this league if Crazy. it's gonna work. So it could be like I said, college basketball on life support right now. Crazy. If that works, it's over. Chris, y'all I seem really excited about this topic. Y'all wanna chime in? <laughs> um I, I'll go first. Uh, (laughs) um, I've never been a real big college basketball fan Um, the most knowledge I got from college basketball is from blue chips like that's all I know about college basketball great movie Uh, but what I will say as somebody who doesn't watch basketball is I heard a lot more about women's college basketball than I did men's college basketball Mm -hmm. thanks like not even it wasn't even close, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I th- I think that speaks volumes to where the where the men's game is in, in college ball. That's a good point. One hundred percent. You took my point. Yeah, first. And that, 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 yeah that's all I was gonna say. Bad, that man. like, uh, it, it it is dead uh, for men mm-hmm. because uh, like all the reasons you all say, players can go other places and and you know still be seen. The women's game is thriving. Uh, because those players still have to stay there. They're, they're still making more money in college basketball than they're going to make in the WNBA at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even think that the Thompson Twins really have to work out for men's basketball to, to die, because I don't think that NIL money is going to stick around for college basketball. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. you know, people will jump in and, and you know, it's, it's new, and they're trying to go out and everybody wants to sign somebody, and, you know, they're paying out big money, and they're not going to get a return on it in college basketball. And I think the mm-hmm. money will, will, will drop, mm-hmm. and it's just not going to be a draw. It would, take, it would take somebody dropping, like, some serious dollars on a player in college to keep them around for at least two years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like for for that to work out. And we might see that, you know, a, a team might get desperate, you know, and say, "Look, man," or or, or you know, yeah, or not the team because the team can't do it. But you know, you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the 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 bag man union might might say, <laughs> "Hey, listen, we need to drop a few mil on this guy to keep him here." You know, right. that that could happen. That could happen. Moving on to the, to the second topic, and this one, this one can be kind of short. And I'll let y'all say the last name. Will Victor Wembenyama? Will he be a superstar? And the reason I ask this question is, is because he's real thin. And being real thin at 18, 19, however old he is, 20 years old, mm-hmm. is not a problem because no. you 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 get you build muscle mass as you get older. But the reason I say is because when he's asked about it, he doesn't think he needs to put on muscle mass. He just thinks he needs to develop more core strength. <laughs> I personally don't think so. I think he needs to eat a lot more <laughs> because I saw <laughs> I saw Kenny Lofton's son. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know you may not know the baseball player Kenny Lofton's son mm-hmm. is is built up like Charles Barkley. Right. And gave him the and is way shorter, gave him the business. I think he needs to put some weight on. Now, yeah, he, he's he's a freak of nature and he but I'm just saying. Trust me, he's the right state yeah. for eating. But he, he's you know, <laughs> according that's to not gonna be, that's not gonna be his game anyway. Uh right. being in the pain and, and and you know, playing defense like that. I mean he he is a rim protector, he's seven five, he got the crazy wingspan and everything, mm-hmm. but you're not really gonna be looking for him to to shut down stronger players. I mean, he's about two forty now. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I mean, he's going to get naturally bigger. I mean, Kevin Durant, Giannis, they were all that thin coming into the league. But the, the, uh, I'm glad you called those two names. Look at Kevin Durant when he came in and mm-hmm. look at Giannis when he came in. Giannis mm-hmm. looks completely different. Yeah. Kevin Durant does Kate, not, Kate, though. Kate, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say, uh, Hendo. I I would I made a difference. Kevin, I mean, Kevin he, Durant still, does, has put on some muscle. Man. A little a little bit. But, but Giannis he, looks completely different. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, but but that's that's what I'm going to. It's like you you don't need to to bulk up like that. And and listen, the other part is, and this is a bit of a of nostalgia with NBA fans. The players have never been that like that big, you know. Even yeah. in the early nineties, in the game was was much more physical. And oh my god, these players couldn't handle. It. Those guys were around two thirty, two forty. You know, mm-hmm. the, the centers, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. and and he's going to be playing. Not exclusively in the paint, like that's not a that's not a thing. Nobody really anymore. plays in right. the paint in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, right. He's he's all over the court. He'll be just fine. I mean, he's going to get naturally bigger, but he's got a skill set uh, that that will make that you know a, a moot point. He's really uh, a wing think, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. He he is uh, offensively because he can do anything. Mm-hmm. And yes, defensively, he's he's going to be your rim protector because he doesn't even need to jump to block most of these people. <laughs> uh, but I, I think he is going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a star almost from day one in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He yeah. got to get stronger, man. <laughs> uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. He got maybe not put on a whole bunch of weight, but he got he got to get stronger. It's just, I mean, Kevin Durant had to get stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant just has that type of frame where it's not going to show. Uh, but you know he got bigger. He put on he put on more muscle mass, and he got stronger. You know as the years went along, he had to. Even playing on the wing and at that size, uh, those those wing guys they six seven themselves and 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 strong themselves. So 
they can they can give a problem. He's gonna he's gonna run into issues just just off of that. But I think he is going to obviously just as much as a you know this as much as teams are gonna give him issue on on the defensive end. He's gonna give them hell on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be a matchup problem uh, either way. But he he's 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 gonna have to get a little stronger uh, because if you look, I mean, Giannis. Right, he's not a post player. K K D is not a post player. He's got Chet. It's not technically a post player, but these guys are, you know, similar frame, you know, and they play in the same. So, like a Giannis is going to bully him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he 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 probably will match up against a Giannis. That might be who he guards when they play in the Bucks or somebody like that. Right, so. He, he's he's got to he he's gonna have to get stronger. He's, well, that, he's gonna have to get stronger. That's where team building comes in. Like you protect him by getting a a stronger, thicker center to to take all yeah. those kind of matchups, like they did with Tim Duncan. Like Anthony Davis keeps begging the Lakers to do. Uh, <laughs> but like we, you know, you, you talk about Kevin Durant needing to get stronger. I mean, he averaged twenty his rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he got stronger and he got bigger and everything. But he came in immediately. What was one of the better players in the league? Yeah, Even nah, as, as tiny as he was, you know, his best his best defense against those guys that's gonna gonna like try to bully him is for him to get them in foul trouble on the offensive end, yeah. which is what he can do. That's yeah. gonna be his best, like to, to prevent them guys from like just physically beating him up. Is for him to get them in foul trouble on the offensive end. That's gonna and, be and Giannis is three nights a year, right? You know, so mm-hmm. yes, but yeah, um. To your point, Coach, yes, I do believe he's going to be a superstar. But as far as him gaining a bunch of weight, I don't think so. Because unlike Shaq, that was kind of big throughout the duration of his teenage years going into the NBA, when you start getting over 7'3", those players start having problems chronologically with their knees Mm -hmm. and their lower extremities. So you don't want him to start putting weight on a 7'5 frame because I don't know if he's going to hold up with the wear and tear. And like B said, this is positionless basketball. We don't have a traditional center that's going to sit down there and guard other centers that are 280, 300 pounds. You know what I mean? They do play zone. They do scheme. And like you said, you get that person to guard their five. and He can play the three or the four. But, yeah, they said he has a he was a better prospect overall than LeBron James was. And we know how great everybody thinks LeBron James is. So I think I think he is going to add some weight. Look, you can look at any any – a player in their rookie year and look at them now mm-hmm. and they're real thin. KG was another one. You know, he looked like mm-hmm. he looked like he was malnourished when he came into the league, <laughs> right? Um he's going to he's going to put on this uh some some size just naturally just growing into his grown man body. He's not even a grown grown ass man yet. You know what I'm saying? Like he hasn't he hasn't reached his full his full uh adult body yeah, so right. just just off of that he's he's going to put on some weight. But yeah, you want to put on the right weight, you know, muscle um and, and not too much right weight yeah and, and and just and know how to no manage your weight. weight shots fine <laughs> listen look he, he in the right state for for eating trust me um but but no like it's managing your weight in the offseason too because this is this is what lebron's been doing his whole career right Le- lebron offseason he always shows you pictures of him you know uh, slimming down and and you know losing that weight he's not walking around without weight 24 7 and he kind of builds up to it when the season starts up again right so it's just good conditioning, 
managing, you know, managing your weight properly. And I think I think players nowadays are just better at that than they were in the 90s. You know, so I don't think he's going to have any problems. And yes, I do think he's going to be a superstar. Clot, clot. I see you in there. He said, um, you know, he, he was missing shots in practice. Everybody misses shots. That's LeBron James. Look, LeBron James looked horrible in preseason his rookie year. And have you ever seen firing. Ben Simmons miss a shot in practice? It don't oh, mean nothing. Man, <laughs> yeah, he I tell you, like I tell you what, I don't know what the Spurs were thinking letting that video get out. Right, I would. That I was that was. I would have taken. Oh, they're every, slapping cameras, yeah, man. Every <laughs> camera, every camera, every phone, of everybody in there would have had to come to me. And listen, we got to we got to erase all. We got to wipe all of this. That that video cannot come out. So I don't know what they were thinking and allowing that to come out. Why let people Bro, think why? that he can't shoot for okay. this very reason? Right, right. I, I ask me. But the thing is, listen. the thing when you go into a new gym, that's the toughest thing to do because the backdrop is the backdrop is different. It's 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 a it's an adjustment. It's a and then probably was his first shots in that gym. It it's it's different. It don't make a difference. There was a video out when Lamar took over for his first year. He threw a duck down the field, and they made a big deal out of that. Look at him now. All that stuff don't matter. It's just something about waiting for coach's opinion later today. Next up, Hendo, we're gonna start with you. What Chris Paul to Golden State? What do you think about it? I was totally listen. I was I I turned the TV off. I want to go to bed. Like it, it to me, unless this is some kind of sign and trade, pump and dump type issue, I don't get it. Now I understand as far as studying the team, the second unit, it makes sense because Jordan Poole was just lazy. He turned the ball over. He looked like he really didn't care. Like he got his money. He got punched in the jaw and he lost, <laughs> he lost all desire. Like he lost all desire to, to play basketball. So I do think from that aspect, if they're going to do something, you get rid of that four year, hundred and something million dollar contract, but picking up, a, you, you let go a 24 year old and pick up a 38 year old who's proven the last seven to eight years, he can't stay healthy in the playoffs. So unless you're going to put Chris Paul on the shelf and bring him out during round one of the playoffs, it really doesn't make sense to me. Or then, unless they do like another D'Angelo Russell type deal where they keep him for a couple games and then they trade him off of somebody else. But hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going. You ain't going to do the two snaps. Nah, he don't deserve that. A twist, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he don't deserve none of that. <laughs> I hate so, that dude. So, so if you if you don't know, we're gonna give you reference. Uh, in Living Color, uh, the, uh, the movie review, and um, <laughs> yeah. David, David Allen Greer. And um, which Wayne's was Damon Wayne's Wayne. Wayne. yeah. been on film, been on film. That's yeah. exactly what it was. When they didn't like it, they hated it. My issue is they they feel like I feel like they they made a mistake with giving Jordan Poole that money, mm-hmm. and that was a way to get out of it. I think that eventually they're gonna move CP at some point during the season and uh find a big man, amen. That's what I think. But hope he hopes so. But listen, but listen, hold up. First and foremost, Jordan Poole got exactly what he deserved. Banished to DC wasteland. Good for him. But <laughs> see, him, look, him, look. And, him and Kuzma are gonna battle for, for shots when they see baddies in the front row. <laughs> look, you just said, like, you know, I mean, Jordan Poole was, I mean, okay, you traded him for Chris Paul. That was, you know, at, at, at most it was a lateral move, right? Like you didn't get worse. You know, they, they looked at it that way and said, Okay, if it's a risk because he's not healthy, but if he's healthy in the playoffs, he can help us more than Jordan Poole. All right, so if they're looking at it that way, okay, maybe. But yeah, there there are better he, options he, out he there. Could, he could he could lead Kaminga and the other guys on that second unit, 
He could. He could stabilize that second unit. He really could. Yeah. He could. Yeah. He could have five years ago. Mm-hmm. That dude can't play anymore. He's done. He's done. He, he, yeah, he can play. He just hurt. He can play. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and even, even if he's healthy, he can't give you serious minutes. And That's the problem. Yeah. Serious minutes. I mean, even leading the second unit before an extent, you know, throughout throughout the playoffs. So like, this, is a, this Steph, is a this Steph is a, normally a, plays man. the whole first quarter, sits the first six to eight minutes right. of the second quarter. He normally plays the whole third quarter, sits the first six minutes of the fourth. So looking at Chris Paul playing. 12-ish minutes a game? He can't play 12 minutes a game? No, because I don't, don't think play 12 minutes a game. Yeah, with the Golden State Warriors, it's a little bit different. They have a lot of high motion. Like, they're constantly having motion picks and screens and all of that stuff. That's with the first group. Second group don't that, do that. Right, but they're going to expect that from him. And Chris Paul told me his hamstrings was like, no, not today. <laughs> they're not going to last. Like, to be honest, his hamstrings aren't going to last in that offense. And if he's not being productive because he can't run or he can't do anything, what was the purpose of getting him? At least Jordan Poole, he moved. Like, Jordan Poole ran through those screens. Even though he missed the shots and did some stupid stuff, he was in rotation with the motion. Chris Paul won't be able to do that. Yeah, they're, they're a worse team with Chris Paul than they are with Jordan Poole. Like, I understand nobody. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. They, I don't agree. They wasted all that money, but Chris Paul's not going to bring the scoring that they that they got from Jordan Poole that they need. They have to have it because their guys are old. Yeah, you you know, can't rely on Curry and Clay anymore. You know, you know, uh, Jordan Poole put some zeros up in the playoffs, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how I many did. how many points Chris Paul score in the playoffs, coach? Some zeros. Mm-hmm. All zeros. Right? Yeah, because it's hurt. Yes. <laughs> oh, there, that's right. He didn't even yeah. play. You're right. All right. zeros. Right. 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 I don't know. But, what but you're I mean, talking that's about. that's what that's what we say about Chris Paul every single year. Too. Listen, listen. We get look. We say this all the time mm-hmm. about players. Okay, injury you know, injury prone or they get hurt a lot. Okay, you know you you, you it happens, right? It, it, it's hard to predict if somebody's going to stay healthy or not. But when a person just can't play. You can't fix that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is hard to predict injuries, and, and sometimes that'll just go away. But Chris Paul, throughout his career in the playoffs, has not been a playoff performer. Like and clockwork. Now, and now he's 38, and you do not expect injuries to go away at 38. Yeah, he he get hurt like clockwork every year. With Houston, with the Clippers, when they were in crucial game situations, you knew Chris Paul was going down. So, yeah, I can predict that every season. But more importantly, Coach, the, the second worst move that we didn't talk about with Golden State was they about to sign Draymond Green to a three-year extension. Mm-hmm. Second yeah, basically, it's, it's, it's Golden State? Know, they, they know they're yes. done. They know they're done. So they're going to let – they're going to ride out with, with the, those three and now and now the dick-punching hobbit, and they're just going to be like, hey, we'll, <laughs> we'll restart it when they're all gone. That's all. And And listen – the reality is, and I told him though, is when that trade went down, this is his fault because this is the it, same it, thing. Hendo fault? Yeah, this is the same thing that happened to me when I laughed at Jose about Devin Funches going to Baltimore. He ended up in Carolina. Hendo <laughs> has spent the entire yeah. offseason telling me how Chris Paul gonna be a Laker. Oh, yeah. LeBron gonna sign his little buddy and all this <laughs> stuff, and now and now you see where he's at. No, hey, coach, yeah. hey coach, hey coach, the offseason ain't over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. Chris Paul, talking, Paul is going. Chris Paul is starting. Back to Golden State. He's whoa, whoa. a starter. Whoa, what thing? He will the, start the for Golden State. Oh, the Liberty. And <laughs> and what you what you're going to see is a revitalized Chris Paul. Okay, you heard it here first. 
All right. I don't know how I many he, he's gonna start. Now listen, if they winning, listen, the, the idea with this team, we, we need to be up by 30 so I can sit my ass down. Hey, if if <laughs> if Chris Paul start for Golden State, Derek White has the crispest hairline. <laughs> Chris Paul is starting for this team. Mike. And it will work to a certain degree. Mike. Why would he be? Why would he be revitalized now when he wasn't revitalized after going up 2-0 in the finals and losing and not being motivated the year the next year? Why wouldn't he revitalize? Who was? I mean, they was right there. He got hurt. Right, because he wasn't revitalized. I mean, he, <laughs> he didn't care. But he led them. So he led that that year they went to the finals. I'm talking he, about the year after. That should have been motivation for him. The, to get the year right. after, you mean last year? Yes, that should have been for him to get right. What? I mean, he got hurt. I mean, they were in the mix. They were right there too. The remix. Listen, he got hurt. You you will see Chris Paul. You not the Chris Paul of old, but we'll see. We'll we'll see a solid Chris Paul for this Mike, team. Mike, the last start. seven years, Mike, Mike. Every Mike. year in the playoffs, seven Mike. years. Mike, what, what's in that blue cup, man? <laughs> I'm, with, uh, I'm with Mike, man. Not all the way with Mike. But I'm, with, I'm with Mike part, part of the way, man. Now, I, I'm not I, saying, I don't think Chris Paul. I don't think he's done. I, 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 don't, I don't think. I ain't saying watching. they win the championship, but I, I think they. I think he will fit. He'll he'll fit this team. I think he. I think he'll make it work. Like, you know, it's a it's a listen. There's nothing. It's nothing more intriguing to a, to a point guard than a run, a run and shoot. Motion offense that you talked about him though. All right. he got, yeah, that man going average fifteen assists. He ain't want to run it. That's what they did. They ran. Not it's with Chris Paul on the court. Not with them hamstrings. Listen, when Chris Paul on you, the court, they said slow this shit down. <laughs> but but I'm saying he was able to like that. That's part of his thing too. Like he's a true floor general, right? He gonna Facts. slow it. He gonna slow it down when it needs to be. But bro. All he, all I gotta do, they're not gonna ask him to score. And listen, you, that's why now, he, can't, he can't start with them. But he's they, they trying to run. Right, he's gonna be with the second unit. And how is his ego he, going to take not, coming off the bench? Yo, this is you. You get to take Chris Paul. I mean, you get to take uh, Steph off the ball, right? Now, mind you, Steph already off the ball. He off the ball, but like a hundred percent off the ball. All he does is got to move and get open. Chris Paul is going to average. I, listen, I want y'all. Well, it's recorded. He's gonna average at least twelve assists a game. This you can't, if you can't put Steph and Chris Paul out there. I'm saying then that. I'm defensive. If, if you put Steph and Chris Paul out there, I can get you twelve. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that, I mean, both of them lit jokers out there. Goddamn thing. We're gonna give you the two. Hey, but we're gonna come down and we're gonna hit three. What? What's too much? I'm still gonna get twelve. If, if I get you twelve, like we win. Steph can't cut. Steph can't defend anything. Who was it? Who was it that uh that 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 Lonnie, that Lonnie cooked in the fourth quarter yeah. of that of that game? Was it was that yeah. Steph? Was he saying that? Listen, that? listen, no. listen, listen. Yeah. Lon, listen, Lonnie Walker was a lot better than you gave him credit for. B. I no, he was not. Always had faith in Lonnie Walker. <laughs> okay? No, he was, no, he was not. And he and he showed you. He showed you. That's your secret weapon right there. You just got all the all the Lakers needs to give Lonnie Walker more minutes. Okay. Lonnie, Lonnie Walker out of Reading, Pennsylvania. I know that. <laughs> University of Miami. <laughs> that's that's that. that's that's that. Sound like, like first. Look, that's the all-star scout that Christian joking is. That's right. Let's that. get to a little little taste of football. Oh, what did so, uh, Jonah say? Jonah Schaefer put out an article today and said he looked at um 45 th- deep passes from Lamar. 
And uh, he talked about all 45 passes in his article and basically said something that I said during the season that Lamar missed on some throws. And um, when I said it during the season, you know, I was kind of crucified, you know, put on a cross. The, they said that I was a hater and they said that all quarterbacks miss throws and, and that I shouldn't be saying that and whatnot. And the thing is, and I'm going to defend my position and I'm going to kind of defend Jones a little bit because it is true. Lamar missed some throws. But what's magnified in this case is because when Mahomes missed throws, we know Mahomes is going to throw the ball 30, 35, 40 times a game. When Josh um, Allen missed throws, we know Josh Allen is going to throw the ball 25, 30, 40 times a game. When uh, somebody else missed throws, they're going, to, they're going to have more opportunities to throw the ball. When Lamar missed wide open throws, it's more magnified and it's more serious to us because he's probably only going to throw the ball 18, 19, 20 times a game. So if he missed five, four or five throws, it's it's a bigger issue to us and it's more – the percentages is, is, is more important to us and then we make a bigger deal out of it because he's not going to throw that many times. So, yes, he missed throws. And we know everybody else missed throws. But when he missed throws, it's more important. It's more blown out of proportion to us because he don't have as many attempts. So all that mm-hmm. stuff about – the, that people say that the run, the receivers are slow and we drop more. And I I understand all that stuff happens. Yes, yes, that stuff is true. But when you don't have as many attempts to throw the ball, you just got to hit them. I, I'm sorry. But you, you just got to hit them. You can't say you got to hit them, though. Everybody misses throws. Like, you can't ask Lamar to be perfect. He's not perfect. I don't know. Like, I can be perfect. No, nobody not, nobody is. Be perfect. I'm just saying the pressure is there because if <laughs> – and I hate to use baseball because y'all don't like baseball. And when you see me keep doing this, I'm looking at baseball. That's what I'm doing. I'm watching baseball <laughs> over my screen. My sorry miss just can't win a darn game. <laughs> um, but it's like baseball. When you when you don't get that many at-bats, you got to make the most of them count. And that's that's the same situation. And am I hating? No. I'm just calling a spade a spade. Do I agree completely with Jones? No. But I do see some validity in his point. But you, you can say you, you got to try and make the most of a lim- of limited opportunities, right? But you can't say, hey, this dude is, is a worse hitter than other guys who get much more opportunities because he has the same kind of, uh, you know, you, you get – I'm not doing baseball. I'll just forget it. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> he, he misses the throws. He, he does miss those, absolutely. And like you said, every other quarterback does as well. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whoever you wanted to be, they all miss throws. It's not on Lamar that they don't have the same number of opportunities. It's not on Lamar that the team didn't put viable starting wide receivers out there who can bail you out of some missed throws, which also happens for other quarterbacks, right? Uh, it's not it's not fair to Lamar to say, hey, you just got to be better than every other every other player that plays your, your position. Position, uh, just because you know we—that's the position we've put you in with poor coaching, poor team building, etc. Like we don't look at a running back and say, "Yeah, I know that we don't block for you, but I mean, Nick Chubb's going for like five a carry. I'm gonna need you to pick it up. You know what I mean? Like I can't run over Aaron Donald. Uh, I'm gonna need you to block him, but we can't. So he—you just gotta you gotta you gotta find a way. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't we don't say that about other players, other positions. So it's not really fair to say it about Lamar, but yeah, absolutely, he misses he misses throws for sure, and I think a part of that 
and this is just me, my, you know, my opinion of Washington. I think part of it is there's times when he gets frustrated and not even so much the missed throws, but you've seen him throw interceptions and just terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. And, it, and to me, it, it, a lot of times it's like, he's just saying, F it. I'm just going to throw it. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you see a lot less of that uh, this year with a much better supporting cast around him. Hopefully. Yeah, so um, I understand what both of you are saying. I understand what you're saying, B. Other quarterbacks miss throws all the time. And I understand what you're saying, Coach. What you're saying is because he's throwing at with with limited opportunities, his, his completion percentage should be a little bit higher because he's having less attempts to miss, so to speak. But all in all, in my opinion, it's not even about the misses and the hits. Is he winning games? That's my only concern. I couldn't care less what his completion percentage is. Cause I do believe over his first five years, he's well over 60% in completion percentage. So I don't get it, but also I think it's not even about the passes and the ones that he missed and certain things that happen. He's trying to make plays first and foremost. Mm-hmm. When, when we don't have the offensive pieces to make things work, he's trying to make plays, but just the most, the, the thing that I get from all of this is me as a reporter, I was wrong about Lamar. 63.7, Hendo. Yes. So me as a reporter, I was wrong about Lamar. I said he should have switched to wide receiver, maybe should have done something else. He didn't do it. Now I got to save face. So I have to nitpick at every little thing that Lamar does. So when I see that he's missing throws in practice, oh, look, I told y'all he wasn't a real quarterback. Who cares? Is he winning games? And is he doing it his way? I think um, throughout his first five years in the NFL, his his passing stats are in are one of the top 10 highs ever for completion percentage and certain other things as far as rookie to fifth year goes. No one wants to talk about that. All they want to talk about are the little mistakes that they have. And like we saw with, with Victor Wimbanyama, he missed, he missed some shots in practice. See what he does during the game. I don't mm-hmm. care what Lamar's doing here or there. We don't know if the receiver ran the wrong route. We don't know if the wrong play was called, if Prochet heard the wrong, you know what I'm saying, the wrong <laughs> route. Well, we, we did We did find out that Mark did a lot of, was allowed to do a lot of freelancing, freelancing. which, which yeah. contributed to a lot of receivers being in the same spot. But that came out after Greg after was gone. Oh, facts. And just like with that, um, I still I remember one in particular. It was Tyler Wallace down the right side, and Lamar missed him bad. <clears throat> But come to find out, Tyler ran the wrong route, and everybody's crying. See, this is why Tyler needs to get more playing time because he needs this, this, that. This is why he doesn't need playing time because he doesn't know <laughs> where he needs to be on the field. But nobody's going to go back and say, yeah, well, you know, Lamar put it in a spot that he was supposed to. It's just the receiver wasn't there. It's the nitpicking just to prove somebody's ego was right about Lamar when they weren't. Mm-hmm. I go. Um, <laughs> um no, I, I think I think it's fair, you know, um, because when you when you're watching a player, you're going to you're going to highlight, you know, obviously, I mean, obviously, we're going to highlight the good that they do, but we're also going to highlight the bad. Now, where the bad comes from, that's a big, you know, that's where where the, the message gets lost a little bit. Like, like, let's just say, for example, if coach puts it out, I know coach isn't a Lamar hater. Right. You know, if Jason Lockenfora puts it out, I know he's a Lamar hater. You know, it's a big difference, but there are certain people who gear more towards the negative than they do the positive. And I think when you have somebody that's fair, like where the message is coming from, somebody that's fair, mm-hmm. that's when I, I listen to it and I want to see what they saw, what their mm-hmm. opinion is. And and I think it's fair to, you know, point out, you know, give Lamar the praise that he deserves, but also where can he get better? Where can he take his game to the next level? Where can he be 
more consistent. And, you know, going back to college, you know, outside the numbers, that was always, that was never his strong point, you know, and he's, that's something that he's always had to progress at. Unfortunately for him, when it comes to that department, he landed in the wrong place with mm-hmm. the wrong coordinator because mm-hmm. a Greg Roman offense, that's not going to make you better throwing outside the numbers mm-hmm. at all. But now with Todd Munkin, and we've heard Lamar say this, you know, I mean, well, we heard him speak, what, two, three times already? And he's <sighs> talked about wanting to throw the ball more. So every single time he's been in front of the press, this is something that he's talked about. So this is something that he's clearly been wanting to do. And now hopefully with Munkin and the new weapons, you know, that he's able to take his game to that next level and, and show that consistency <sighs> in that area that's that's been lacking a bit. Right. And in Jonah's defense, he didn't just categorize. He didn't lump every throw in the same category. Mm-hmm. He took every throw and talked about it. Some were on receivers. Some were on concept. Some on Lamar. So, I, you know, I'll bag him on that because he took every, like in his little article, he didn't just like write, write three paragraphs about all 45 throws. He got 45 paragraphs in his article. Mm. He broke down each throw, which – I'll give him props for doing that instead of doing something like um, what's the guy that writes for ESPN for the Ravens? Um, Jameson Hemsley. Jameson would have wrote two sentences about four to five throws and said the whole thing were bad. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, I'll give him props for trying to break down each throw and trying to not lump everything into one thing. But still, you know, it is what it is. And so, you know, y'all go ahead and finish up. Go ahead, Mike. Was that was that the forty five throws from last year or overall? Last year. Oh, okay. Because you know he did he what? How many games Lamar played? Nine, ten. Yeah, something like, something that. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, man. <clears throat> I do. Th- do I think he is the most uh, criticized quarterback or overly criticized quarterback? Yes. Um, I think you know he has to. Walk on water, damn near, <laughs> to get his props. Um, he's picked apart more than any other quarterback that I've seen. Um, as you guys said, we we've seen other quarterbacks miss throws. Um, you know, have errant pass passes, bad throws. You know, whatever the case may be. Uh, yes, he has that. Um, Lamar has. If you ask Lamar himself, one of the things he said he needs to improve on is his deep pass. Right, so um, he knows. And uh, hopefully we see that you know, we see some improvement there, uh, but I, I mean I don't, I don't I don't know what else to say about. It. I mean Jonas, you know he he writes about this team, so of course he's going to focus on the quarterback of this team. Um, but I just don't see enough. My only problem, and I think B alluded to this, my only problem, you know, with these type of topics, especially when it comes to Lamar, is it just seems to be singularly focused on him. We mm-hmm. we've seen, you know, Josh Allen, you know, who in his own right is a damn good quarterback, but we we've seen him have some pretty bad throws, you know, over the years. Um, you know, in particular last season, he had some bad throws down the stretch, uh, which is sort of why Stefan is 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 MIA or whatever he's going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just don't hear that, right? So that's that's my only problem with these type of things, man. You know, the good thing about Lamar is he takes this type of stuff 
he knows where he needs to improve and he works hard. So that's the good thing about him. He doesn't he doesn't get on social media. He doesn't get on interviews. He 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 doesn't cry about you know the criticism. He he just works his butt off. So that's the good thing about him. Uh, but you know, I guess it's fair. Yeah, he has some bad passes. We and we've said that here. I mean, we backed you, coach, when people was trying to come at your head or on your video, right? Yep. We backed sure you. Is. Listen, it, it it is the it's the fa- it's facts, and I think that's you know I think that's the the gift and the curse um, of this 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 roundup that we have here, right? <laughs> they did. You know, they a lot of people can't handle the truth, and that's what we've done here over the entire season, and then this whole off season, we we give it, we keep it real with you. There's gonna be some some things that we say that you just don't like, um, but yeah, man, it's I guess it's fair, you know. But I let's let's I like to see it across the board with all quarterbacks. If we gonna bring them all out, let's let's have you know let's have a beat writer from each team break down their quarterbacks' hmm. worst forty five throws. And, and, then, they, and they, they may do it, but we we only focus on our team. Yeah, we focus here. Yeah, you know, so yeah, but it's fair. Well, B, do they do they do that for uh, the Panthers? And, and have you noticed any of that for the Panthers? I, I mean, like it's it's, I mean, it's, it's in Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a lot of that's a lot of work you put on the. Uh, <laughs> they used to they used to criticize Cam for sure, uh, but there was some other stuff that went into that. Uh, you know these kind of articles, not something that I, that I've seen uh, in particular, because uh, you know the beat writers tend to tend to be a, more positive about the the home team. Mm-hmm. But but Cam had a lot of the same issues that Lamar had. You know, in terms mm-hmm. of being a successful black quarterback, right? One of the top quarterbacks in the league. So I mean, we forget now, but there these the media used to focus on Cam the same way. Yeah, they focus on Lamar. It's 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 just more hyped up with Lamar because Lamar is just he's doing un- ungodly things out there, right? But this, this is why he deserved the money right here, mm-hmm. right? He, the way he gets scrutinized and he has to be perfect. And you know, yes, yes, uh, the the local media is going to focus on on the local team, and obviously Lamar is, is a superstar, so they're going to focus on him more. Um, but like Chris said, man, it, like it's all about who it's coming from, right? The national media. All knows if you say Lamar Jackson's name, it's going to get clicks. clicks. It's going to get it's going to get views, right? So, uh, you know they're going to talk about him, and a lot of them are going to put that negative spin on him. That's why you're always kind of guarded when you when you hear somebody talk about him. But yes, there absolutely there are times he needs to be criticized. Nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect. But you know we feel like when he gets criticized, there's there's a little bit more meaning behind that, mm-hmm. right? That's why everybody's kind of like, well, wait, what do you what do you mean by that when you, when you say that, you know? And the, and the problem is, from those same people, you don't get the articles praising Lamar when he has games like he had against the Colts. Right. right? You don't get the other side of it. It's just, hey, how can I criticize Lamar to drive traffic today? Right. And yeah. that's going to make a lot of the fan base more defensive. Right? Because because when you've been convicted of throwing while black, you know, you get defensive over your quarterback. I mean, y'all remember what they used to say about him in, in his in his rookie year, how he had an advantage running the ball because, I mean, it blended in with his skin. And the <laughs> right. Oh, see. man. I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But um, we're going to close this out with P. He dropped a 10 and have, had a question for us. So let me get to the question for P. Brown and not P. Brownie. <laughs> he says, would we rather have Demarcus Robinson or Nelson Aguilar at wide receiver? Aguilar. 
Uh, look, we make fun of Aguilar. Like we said, like, it's like you know when that when that homeless man you know called him out. That was that was a funny thing. It was a funny clip. But Aguilar is a solid wide receiver, you know. And if he's coming in as a, as the third or fourth option, he could do a lot of damage in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I so it's def it's definitely an upgrade. You know, we downplayed it because at the time he was a first wide receiver signed, and we we're like, well, here we go again. This is the Ravens' way, right? He's gonna come in there, expect to be the number two. But in his role, I think that that could that could uh, that could be huge for us. Facts. I'm going with Nelson as well. Like you said, we joke around and we play, but I sometimes we get a dude on the team. But Nelson Aguilar is an 800 yard wide receiver, and your boy Demarcus Robinson in a passing offense with Patrick Mahomes topped out at about 550. So, yeah, I'm going with Nelson. I mean, I'm so, yeah, I'm going with Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I'm going with Nelson. Um, like like Hendo just said, you know, he was in a high octane offense, Pat Mahomes throwing him the ball, and he was never a guy who could be consistent and, and take that next step in his progression. And uh I think a guy like Nelson Aguilar, you know, all, although he's been inconsistent, I think you put him with a Patrick Mahomes and I think he'll be a, a better, you know, better version than what he's put out, you know, over the last couple of years. So um and then also you know the the way that they're raving about him, and um, no pun intended, in um, in Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you're right, you're right, Chris. You know, and and you know, I get everybody wants their little fluff pieces and stuff like that, but when Lamar's shouting him out, you know, it's that that means something. That that means that there's some chemistry there. So hopefully they can keep building on that, and he can, you know, progress a little bit and not have those stone hands like like that that dude from Philly was saying. <laughs> <This mishaps. laughs> yeah, it, it gotta be Nelson, man. I mean, you know, Demarcus was probably the most steady wide receiver we had after after Bateman went down. So shout out to him. But um, yeah, I I just think that uh, you know, Aguilar, you know, he does as y'all all say, he catches a little bit of a bad rep. Um, he's shown that he can be effective. Um, and and like Jose said, that's the right at the right spot in this offense, he 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 can be effective. He, if he's your three to four wide receiver, I think he's going to be a problem in that in that uh in that role. B, you want to crack it? I mean, I don't want either one of them, but oh, okay. for, for y'all, for I y'all, take, Nelson, I is, take uh, Nelson is good. I take Nelson as well. Um, I just think he's faster. He's a little bit more explosive. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I just think he's a better overall complement to what I think we're going to be able to do this year with um, Munkin at the helm and as far as spreading us out a little bit more. DeMarcus served his purpose last year. Um, I think even if he was – if 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 we had him or Nelson, they'd probably be in the same role this year. And if you put them in the same role, I would rather have Nelson Aguilar over DeMarcus Robinson because he has a little bit more giddy-up than DeMarcus Robinson has um, in his tank. So give me Nelson Aguilar. And again, thank you, P, for, for donating. So, But before we get over, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, if you don't know, I started the series on more Sip to Tap. I, I'm counting down the 32 team. I ranked the 32 teams. I ranked nine position groups. I ranked quarterback, running back. I got, I'm counting to myself. <laughs> quarterback, running back. Receiver, tight end, O-line on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I did D-line and edge together because I was trying to do them separate 
yeah. was a cluster, you know what? <laughs> and I did linebackers, mm-hmm. cornerbacks, and safeties. So nine groups ranked 32 to one. And then I averaged them all out and came up with 32 to one team wise. So we started today with number 32. 32 ranked team was the Los Angeles Rams. So mm-hmm. tomorrow you'll have 31. Day after you'll have 30, so forth and so on. So if you don't follow more sip the talent, please go do so. Go follow it was that. A monumental task to do that. It was a headache. I'm pretty sure like half of these grades came from doing it, but it was also fun. It was also fun. So if you don't follow more sip the talent, please go so go over there and do that. That'll be premiering at 6 p.m. Eastern time for the next 31 days. Nice. So I nice. appreciate it if you nice. go over there and 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 follow my endeavors with, with doing it. But um, now is that time where everybody can tell you where they can find their work. And we'll start with you, Chris. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris is joking. And also you can find me on the deep cover podcast. Um, we will be recording an episode this week. So we are nice. somewhat yes. back. <laughs> okay. They're back. Let's go. Get back like bra straps. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, first I, I want to say that type of work in effort, coach. Like, look, everybody that watches this stream, um, and why and, and follows, you know, sip to tally, you know, y'all better be. I think coaches up to eight eight k plus. Mm-hmm. It should mm-hmm. be eight k plus or more sip to tally, right? Facts. Thirty breaking down thirty two different teams in, in nine different positions, and it, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, like that's a lot of work. So, Thanks. y'all know Coach is good at what he does, uh, breaking down film and all of the above. So, man, you know, I just want to say salute to you, Coach, on that because that's a lot of work. And y'all who are not over there for the street side of <laughs> Sip the Tally, <laughs> go over there and follow that's more Sip the Tally for sure. But yeah, man, you know, I'm Mike, you know, I'm the host of Open Mic with, o- with, with OTR Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, man. No matter who it is, what it is, or where it is, or no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. One of those. I got to get it. You know, I get it back with something. Um, but, yeah, man, if you guys are not subscribed already, um, go over there and subscribe, man. I'm on the road to 500. All right, I got a little ways to go, but I know y'all will help me get there. Uh, currently, I have an episode that was released today, um, and it talks about my journey. Uh, what I was called OG for the first time uh, about a week and a half ago, right? So I break it down of how it made me feel. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting. So, man, go over there and check that out. I am also one-third of Ring Kings podcast with my two brothers on the bottom, Jose and Brodney. Uh, it's just the best boxing podcast on YouTube. If you're a casual fan, man, you're looking to get back into boxing or learn a little bit more about boxing, Man, Ring Kings is where you want to be. Uh, we have a video up now about Edgar Belenga. Uh, I saw, I think it was Jay the Six who said, man, thank you guys for, uh, you know, enlightening me on the boxer that I didn't have a clue about, mm-hmm. right? Um, so go over there, watch that video. You know, we'll teach you a little bit about him and other boxers, man. So go check that out. We promise you, you will not regret going over there. Okay. Jose and B. 
All right. Yes, me and B are the lunch break hot take. We do a live stream every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time, followed by the overtime show, which you can find on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LBHT show. Let me tell you something. The, the overtime show, uh, we, we cover all kinds of topics, right? If uh, you didn't hear about the submersible last week, uh, which I don't know how you didn't, uh, we, co- we covered that. We covered uh, a huge scandal. I'm not sure if you guys heard about the scandal uh, that's rocking the the bowling, uh, the college bowling world. Okay, Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Shambles. Austin. Yes, yes. The uh, assistant coach who was married to the head coach had an affair with a player on the team. No, not a player. One of the bowlers. Well, a player. I don't. I don't know if you call them players. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> you call them a player. <laughs> one, of the te- one of the team members. A P A L A Y A. Yeah. That coach and said it. You know, he knows he like, it's kind of a no-no. He's like, but, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like how how my boss was making me run practice. Yeah, boss, aka wife. So yes, these are the type of things that we cover on the Overtime Show. We like to have fun with it. So uh, make sure you go and subscribe. Also, like like he said, Ring Kings Podcast. Um, only the best pod, uh, Boston podcast out there. And yes, uh, the Edgar Belanga video was out. We do that as part of our watch list series. Also, we do another series called Sparring Sessions where we like to answer questions like, why are there so many belts in boxing? Right? Um, things like that that people, you know, don't don't really you know, they think about, but they don't really ask. So we ask those questions and we try to answer those questions. And I love when you have people like Will G, when people like uh, Jay the Sixth uh, come in there and say, oh, I, di- I didn't know about that or thanks for educating me. That's exactly what we want to hear. So um, yeah, check it out. If, you, if you're if you a fan, if you're just a casual fan, you know, uh, we have something for you. You know, check it out and um, uh, we, we know you'll like the content. And we do a little, we do some movie reviews every now and then, some boxing movie reviews. And speaking of questions, because uh, I mentioned we do have the Wednesday show, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time every week. I just posted again for this week's show uh, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer live on air, go ahead and head over to the YouTube channel and the community tab, and you can uh, answer or post your question there, and we'll we'll answer it live on air. Uh, and posting or, or getting your questions selected gets you loyalty points. You know, we're coming to the end of the month. We're going to be picking a winner and sending out a, a, a gift uh, pretty soon. Please, 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 please post questions. Come to the show interact in the chat donate i don't want to send ferris anything also <laughs> right here i got points out lbhtshow.com for anybody because that's that's the other thing too uh you have to hit a certain amount of threshold for points to be eligible for prizes okay we're going to have one prize points. okay 1000 points and you can get that just by going to lbhtshow.com and signing up for the newsletter our very own will g okay that that's in the chat is uh designing our newsletter Thanks. okay so uh, you know, support his efforts. Yeah, he's doing. He he did a great job with it. That'll be out soon. Uh, a free thousand points right there just by signing up. So go check it out. And last but not least, Hendonomics. <laughs> Appreciate you, coach. Listen, first and foremost, I want to say go over to Sip to Tally, more Sip to Tally and watch these thirty-two for thirty-two because, Please. like you said, Mike, this isn't easy, and some of these videos can take six, seven hours. And just have 30 people watch it. It hurts a little bit. I ain't gonna hold you. So make sure y'all go over there and check it out because it takes it takes time. You put all that effort in it, and then you look and be like, all right, I hope people like it. 12 people, I don't want to do this no more. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a hurtful feeling. 
So make sure y'all go ahead and check that out. <laughs> also, make sure you go more set the talent. Make sure you go to OTL Mike. Make sure you go to Deep Cover Podcast because they did change the monetization rules for YouTube, and you can get monetized at 500 subscribers. Mm-hmm. So let's help get them to 500 subscribers. Also, for me, I think I'm 10 subscribers away from 2,000. So you know, if you can hook your boy up over there and check me out and you can find me at the rogue pod on youtube instagram facebook twitter uh tiktok uh i do a live show at 8 p.m every sunday i do a live show on tuesdays and fridays at 6 p.m but since coach goes on at 5 30 i kind of fluctuate with the times so he can do his thing and i come on later i also do hang with hendo which is a patron only stream on saturday evenings I do electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway. We had dropped a video on hip hop, all things hip hop, mostly old school at 6 p.m. every Friday. I think that's about it. And let us know what y'all just finished. Huh? Oh, I we just finished. just finished. We just finished. We just dropped the top 10 KRS1 videos. So hopefully, Brian, you sent that to your peoples and let them know. So we put that out there. Also, with the meet and greet, I am giving away one free ticket. That will be given away in the next week or so. But the only requirement is you have to be subscribed to everyone on the screen. Everyone. And the second requirement is you have to use the ticket. I don't want to just give away a free ticket for nothing. So you want to come out to the meet and greet. Be subscribed to all of them. Come get your loyalty points at my channel, just like you can at LBHT. Sign up for the patron. Subscribe. Just chat. Just in, in, interact with all the content that we have. Get your loyalty points. Get your prizes. And, you know, we appreciate y'all for hanging with us. Has it? Right. I, I know where to find me at. Sip the talent, you know, because you're already here. Find me at more Sip the talent, which is what I was flashing on the screen right there. You can find me on Twitter at Coach Evans Mind. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Sip the Tally. You can also find my page. I think I have a Facebook page at Sip the Tally Films and uh, Sip the Tally Videos, but I sparingly put stuff over there because I forget about it. <laughs> so, um, but also. Uh, like Hendo mentioned, YouTube changes monetization stuff for uh, smaller channels. So I'm, I hit the threshold. I'm at 500 almost at the tally, but I don't have the watch hours. But there's no doubt in my mind, like I mentioned, almost at the tally that with this series and then with the actual season starting in the next two months, I'll have that watch time at least mid-season. So do y'all thing twitter i mean youtube and tiktok and all that to get all of us to the monetization so we can uh start seeing the fruits of our label because like hendo said you you put all this time into watching videos and then when you do go to check it and it's say 16 then you might want to go flip some tables <laughs> <laughs> but then again you you can you can you'll you'll put all this time into a video and just you'll post it and just really don't think about it. And then you'll come mm-hmm. back two or three days later and you'll have numbers that you don't even think of. And then that just motivates you to, to go do something. It's almost like, for me, it's almost like golf. I go play golf and I hit 15 horrible shots. And I'd be like, man, forget it. Then I hit this one good shot and I can't wait to go back. Just the one. Rejuvenated that yeah. one. That one good shot and I can't wait to go back. Yeah. But that, that's all I got. Anybody got parting shots other than get your tickets to the roundup meetup? <clears throat> Yeah, man. More sip to tally. Like you said, man. Look, more sip to tally. Like that, that list, everybody, because everybody likes clicking on those, those power, power rankings and all that. There's only one power rankings that you need. And that's over at more sip to tally. That's it. That's it. No, no, no interns putting the list together. No, <laughs> no, no. Stephen A. Smith ain't got 16 interns just giving them a list and he mm-hmm. reading it all. I did this. 
So if you want, some, want to criticize somebody, criticize me because you know I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to give you my reasoning for doing it. Facts. All right. And tomorrow's 31 is going to be a shocker for y'all because of the season they had last year. The Ravens. Uh, oh, I do have one more thing. Uh, I think it was Stephen FL that, that was in the um, in the chat earlier. He 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 desperately wanted to call into the show. <laughs> listen, listen, man. Um, look, you guys got to earn those calling shows. Got to earn them. Okay, we you know we, we told you guys how to subscribe. We told you what you guys need to do. Yeah, well, he in his defense, he had a family emergency, so he missed out when we had the um mm, other one. He yeah. had his he he's his mom. He had a he had a for real situation. So I feel. So I, feel I told him like we'll during the season we may have another one, but it's gonna be some milestones that's gonna have to be hit. Like you gotta earn it. Yeah, yeah. But he missed out because he had like he because he came in the the daytime show and kind of told us what was going on. Mm-hmm. So me and Yolanda being a few others that were around like when the show first started, so we know what he had to deal with. So yeah. he kind of missed out when um we did the last one. But yeah, yeah. Look, you're definitely gonna get another shot for sure. Yeah. But like I said, we you know hit those milestones and um. Well, you know, we'll make we'll make sure we we we, uh, we get another one for you, get another opportunity. But shout out, more often. shout out Steven because he, he definitely uh, dropped that twenty five earlier and yeah, salute to you, Steven. Four thirty show. So appreciate I appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Prayers and, up we'll, to we'll you too, bro. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Definitely prayers up to you because he he's yeah. dealing with something. Um, anybody else? Last last thing I want to hear before I leave is uh, I want to hear Chris's favorite basketball player. <laughs> Ugly ass Derek White, <laughs> and we out. <laughs> <laughs>